Welcome back to Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church, and this is Jody Brown. I'm the connections pastor here at Grace Church. And we're going to continue our conversation about M28 discipling and the process of it. Mm-hmm. And so last week we talked about what M28 stands for, so Matthew 28. Um, Jody shared about why she discipled, and then we talked about what it's not and what it is. And so why don't you go ahead and recap for us what it's not real quick. It's not a class. It's (laughs) not a Bible study. It's not a syllabus. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah. And it's not manuals. It's not something you sign up for. Um, It is much more of an organic uh, relational process, if you will. but. We never discussed why you disciple. We discussed why I disciple. Very true. So um, uh, the short of it is uh, in the fall of 2017, the Lord, I was in Colorado. Away yes, we were. It was beautiful. And uh, yeah, because she took me to my <laughs> rental car to take me into the mountains while she yes. saw her sister. But um, but I was in the mountains uh, with Jesus, and he, he told me a lot of things. Um, it's when he gave me the name, the chosen pearl, mm-hmm. and and those things. But he told me to begin, build, and grow a movement of disciple making, and that was not things that were in my language. And so I started or asking. Or in Grace Church's language. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like movement disciple making, some of that. And I talked about this on. I was invited onto a podcast a couple of years ago, and I shared a lot of that story. But but one of the things that um, in, in what he told me was uh, that he was going to show me what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm a visual person. And so I started looking around and asking him, okay, what about here? What about this? Like I, I was really asking him what he looked like. And what I found is there, there was almost nobody doing it. Mm-hmm. And I had grown up in church my whole life. I like to say uh, I was born Baptist before I was born again. And we were all about the Great Commission and going into all the nations and making disciples. But I couldn't tell you how to do it, period. Like, what to even do first? Mm -hmm. Like, you talked about you being ignorance on fire and just investing in people. Mm -hmm. And I had investing in people. Like, when I was in... um, uh, middle scores, junior high back then, uh, I would, you know, invest in different people and do things like that. But, but like, there was something different in his mandate to me. And so even though we talk about, like, um, this isn't um, a class or course or whatever, there is a process to it. And what he started showing me and I started studying was a process to it. And so we named it M28 Discipling. We talked mm-hmm. about that earlier. But I'm using this and and doing this and really kind of giving my life to what he's asked me to do mm-hmm. because I've seen the kingdom move in it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the kingdom move in a lot of things. So I'm not saying the kingdom only moves in this. And when I say kingdom, I mean the rule and reign of the lordship of Jesus inside of a heart of a believer. Mm-hmm. But what I've seen is it move more effectively and efficiently through this process than I have in anything else. And I've been in ministry for a long time. I've been a Christian for longer. Um, and and that is what it's about. And so when when um, 
when you haven't seen it done around you and it hasn't been done with you, like you are relying pretty much solely <laughs> on the Holy Spirit. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's a great place to be, right? And and <laughs> one night I was in the bathtub and he told me to contact two gentlemen and ask these two specific questions. And I did. And it led me into being able to experience what it was like to not only be discipled, but what true discipling looks like from a new covenant economy. And that was exciting. And so I was like bound and determined to do it. I had no clue what I was doing. I invited these people, Jody being one of them, to walk with me. And honestly, I got to practice on them and I screwed up a ton. And, um, you know, I, I look back on that and I know I screwed up a ton, but I also knew I was going to. And that was one thing in ministry. I don't know that I've really ever beat myself up over. Like I just knew, like I was just going to screw up. I was going to do things wrong and it was just going to be a part of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was just something I knew. So I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was like a that was one force of the to be reckoned with. That we you know? shared with our girls when we started, because we just recently started walking with this group of girls. Like, you guys need to understand, I we are human, mm-hmm. and I will probably hurt you, and it will not be intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I want you to default to my heart in it, yeah. but... I'm going to free myself from the responsibility of having to try and do everything exactly right. Right. Because right. I know. Taking that pressure off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the, yeah. it's the best thing. Well, that kind of, I guess, sums up. You want to add anything else to no, why I, I do it? that's good. Yeah. It's been beautiful. Aw. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's been messy. Um, but, you know, there's a lot mm. of good stuff beautiful. that comes out of manure. Yeah. It's, we shouldn't <sighs> go down that road. <laughs> Horse and farm girls here. I mean, what else do you talk about? But honestly, that is the truth. It is. Right? It is. So we talked about what it's not, and you Mm -hmm. recapped it. So what it is is it's relational, Mm Jesus-style, grace-based, kingdom-centered, meaning the lordship, like Jesus is Lord ruling and reigning in your hearts. Mm -hmm. It's new covenant, you know, the grace-based new covenant economy. Something we didn't get to, though, is it? comprises of four kind of core tenets mm-hmm. is kind of what the Lord described it to mm-hmm. me about. And, and we'll talk more of, about these as the process as we continue this series. But it's spiritual family and not just knowing you're part of a spiritual family, but actually learning to fight mm-hmm. for each other's freedom, not with each other like some families mm-hmm. do. No, we do have our fights, have our but... Mm-hmm. fighting for each other's freedom. Also abiding. Like, what does it really look like to live connected to him? And then hearing the voice of the Lord, whether it's through scriptures, through its observation, um, different things like that. Mm-hmm. And then obeying that voice that leads to transformation. And what he told me, he said, Gretchen, if those four things are not consistently mm-hmm. happening all the time, in this process, then it's not what I've asked to happen. I was like, all right. Well, those seem to be pretty big core tenets then, That's right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Those are big. And um, and so even though there is no manual, there is no class, there mm-hmm. is a process. And so kind of talk about like maybe why there's a process or about anything you want to share about that. 
And I know we're going to get into in the next segments details about the process. But I think there is a process because Jesus had one. Yeah. (laughs) But also it it's almost like the outlining of keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. Because when you get a group of people together (laughs) and you guys start talking and this rabbit trail goes here and this rabbit trail goes here. If you don't have the things keeping it in the in the Mm -hmm. boundaries of it, you can get sidetracked Mm -hmm. and then you lose the purpose of what you're even doing, which is you and them making Jesus Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Growing as a disciple, Mm -hmm. living connected to him Mm -hmm. more consistently. Yeah. Looking like him, Mm -hmm. doing his works. And not only if those things aren't there. Not only is it not what the Lord's asked you to build, mm-hmm. but it also has no fruit. Yeah. <laughs> like it will stall the process mm-hmm. for that individual mm-hmm. if if they're not like either staying connected with the group as mm-hmm. a as a spiritual family, if they're not hanging out with the Lord and abiding, if they're not obeying what mm-hmm. they hear, if they're not taking the time to hear, mm-hmm. um, and then allowing the word and the Lord to transform them into becoming more like Jesus, you, we can Mm -hmm. only model, like we can only set the example and do ourselves Mm -hmm. and offer them a place and an opportunity and the time to do the Mm -hmm. same, Mm -hmm. but they have to choose it. They have to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so in this process, which we're going to talk about, and, and we call it the phases or the seasons of discipling. Mm -hmm. Now we've nicknamed them D1 through D4. And this actually originated from a guy that was from England. He now lives here in the United States, but his name's Mike Green. And so it's not something like we came up with. But when I got a hold of the chapter on uh, where he talks about D1 through D4, and he talks about some other stuff in there, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I actually saw Jesus do this in Scripture mm-hmm. when he went to, like, he he saw some disciples and he said, come and follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Right. Right. And then he teaches them what it looks like. Now, obviously they are still under the old covenant there, you know, as they're walking with Jesus, they, they didn't even get offered the new covenant until his blood was shed. Right. Right. But, and so we have to put on that new covenant lens when we look at these things, but then they moved into a phase where Jesus actually taught them what it looked like to die to their preferences to die to the things that they've always believed, to die to the things, the way that they used to live, mm-hmm. right? To And respond. And to respond <laughs> um, to, the, to the things of the kingdom, to respond in the way of the kingdom mm-hmm. instead of the way that they had always known. And so, right. so that's kind of the second phase where they actually died to the things in their carnal life. Now, obviously, they were not regenerated by the Spirit, right. like... I mean, think about that. I know. Gosh, (laughs) like sometimes I, yes, poor thing. I get, I get like to feeling sorry for them. (laughs) Like everybody's like, man, I would have loved to walk when Jesus walked. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I want to be regenerated from the inside out. Yeah. (laughs) Like it would be awesome to talk to him, Mm -hmm. but like to have to learn the things that they were trying to Mm -hmm. learn with your carnal mind and not the mind of Christ. Anyway, okay, little rabbit trail there. But (laughs) but with that, that's kind of the second phase. And then the third one where he talks about he 
later on in his walk with the disciples, mm-hmm. he says, hey, we're no longer servants. Like, mm-hmm. I'm no longer this and you're no longer a servant, but we're friends. Right. And what you saw in the relationships, especially if you like listen to or read a chronological Bible, you see that they actually moved into a sweet spot in their mm-hmm. friendship with Jesus. And that verse goes on to say, like, because you'll know the father's business. And so not only was he teaching them things like he was in the beginning, but he was teaching them why, like, like a little more in depth, kind of giving them the behind the scenes look mm-hmm. instead of just teaching them kingdom principles, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then at the end, um, we read it last week, um, he said to, to go and disciple. And uh, it's going to be so much fun looking at that that verse, because it actually isn't making disciples. That's actually a verb, not a noun. He said to go disciple, go do what you've seen me do again with somebody else. And, um, and it's going to be a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. So actually he did show us, you know, somewhat of a process. And so yeah. what do you want to add on that? I was just going to say, I was thinking in there because it says, doesn't it say teach them all that all, all that I've taught you or something, uh-huh. all or, that you've observed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a month old and I'm ignorance on fire, mm-hmm. I can go and I can share and I can help somebody else learn and experience mm-hmm. what I know in that one month. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to have a degree. I don't have to be a Christian for, you know, six yeah, hundred years before I'm qualified or whatever. Right. I just have to have an experience with the Lord that I'm willing to share. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the passion reads, and teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. super good, <laughs> super good. And so um, through this process, like we do have a set of, of tools, like I call it our toolbox. Mm-hmm. And um, some of these tools like we've created within ourselves, and we're actually creating some other tools that go, go with our aligning values here at Grace Church and things like that, uh, some kingdom tools. But then there's tools like that I've talked about on Walk It Out. Steve's talked about on Sunday mornings in our messages and things like that. We've even offered Eat the Word, and that is a tool. And so just like how Jody said earlier, there is no syllabus. Mm -hmm. It isn't like you teach this tool, then you teach this tool, then you teach this tool. But every tool actually kind of falls into a phase or a season. Now, these tools that are in D1, like the first season, doesn't mean you don't use them in D3 or D4. And it also doesn't mean that you can't go and pull a tool from D3 or D2 into D1. Like it's all Holy Spirit led. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of a framework, kind of mm-hmm. like how you talked about, kind of just a framework for you to be able to do these. And just like when you sat down to read scripture, if you sit down and read scripture without the author, it's yeah. no good. Mm-hmm. It's the letter of the law. There's no life in it. And just like these tools, if if you do not partner with the Holy Spirit in them. That's good. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. There is no law. I mean, there is no life. It is just the letter of the law. It's just a formula. And we don't spit in dirt. And rub it on people's eyes because it's yeah. not a formula. And so that this is another reason why we're very cautious to just like put a bunch of stuff out there. We don't want you to become full of knowledge 
We want you to experience what the Holy Spirit has for you mm-hmm. through the seasons and through the tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good because yeah. we've had we've had it both, mm-hmm. and there's no life in and it. And if you if you try to utilize the tools apart from the Holy Spirit people start to feel like projects and like oh, you're trying to fix them yeah. and, and nobody wants that. Right. Right. And, and we so, cannot fix anybody. Instead of you're, you're helping me, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. get to my freedom. Mm-hmm. It's, you just think there's something wrong with me and you're trying to fix me right. and quit pulling out your tools. Right. Right. <laughs> so. so it's the same thing. Like when, when you look at the great commission, a lot of translations say go and make disciples. But actually when you look at the original language, it says what? It says go disciple. Go disciple. It's a verb. It's a verb. Like we don't make anything. Mm -hmm. So nobody can be our project. That's right. Period. And that takes all the pressure off of it. Right. Because I don't have to cause you. Mm -hmm. I can't control anybody. I can't cause you to grow up. Right. Or choose right choices. Yeah. Or or any of that. Absolutely. I I do good to encourage myself to do those things. (laughs) So what we're going to talk about in our next, like, four, five, six, I don't know how many sessions this will be as we talk through the phases or the seasons of discipling. We want to share for you like what to do in the waiting. Mm -hmm. So like there's some of you that have contacted me as well as others and said, I want to be discipled in this. For one, a lot of times it's because you're hearing about it and you're seeing change in people. Like that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like they should know us by our fruit Yes. We should be able to see change in people, right? I want to read for you out of Romans uh, 15 uh, real quick, and then we're going to just talk through kind of like a, a few steps to do, uh, what to do in the waiting, give you some scripture references to go dive in on your own. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to read out of the Passion. It says, Now those who are mature in their faith can easily be recognized, for they don't live to please themselves, but have learned to patiently embrace others and their maturity. Our goal must be to empower others to do what is right and good for them and bring them into spiritual maturity. For not even the most powerful one of all, the anointed one, lived to please himself. His life fulfilled the scripture that says, All insults of those who insulted you fall upon me. Whatever was written beforehand is meant to instruct us on how to live. The scriptures impart to us encouragement and inspiration so that we can live in hope and endure all things. So right here, Jody just talked about, like, if you're a month old in, in being a believer of Jesus, like, you've experienced something with the Holy Spirit, and he's taught you something. You've observed a change within your life. Now go encourage somebody and bring hope to them. Like, we are to be the hope to nations. Yeah. So go do that, even if you have expressed you want to be discipled in the M28 discipling process. Go do that mm-hmm. because it's a mandate that Jesus gave every believer, not just a select few. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. You want to add? I was just going to say, and there's so many kids, like, I don't know if you've been to church lately. <laughs> so mm-hmm. many kids mm-hmm. to even, and and it was always my heart, even from the beginning of like, why can't the middle schoolers minister to the younger to the elementary and the elementary to the babies Mm -hmm. because at every age level if you will you have something to offer the Mm -hmm. younger ones you've lived through something they haven't lived through yeah and um i since i didn't grow up in church i've never understood the uh 
like the the gap, if you will, mm-hmm. between doing the generations. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's just it's heartbreaking because yeah. we should want to glean. Yeah. Well, um, and you you minister in three PK mm-hmm. or you did before we went to one service. I'm not sure where you've landed mm-hmm. on on your consistency mm-hmm. there. But but uh my son who when he started in, in fifth grade being a fifth grader mm-hmm. Even though he's still a part of Kids of Grace as a fifth grader, he joined your team Mm -hmm. and he's investing in the three-year-olds through the pre-Ks. A man, like one of them came over to our house the other day with his parents. They wanted to uh, visit with me and and Brian about some things. And like, I didn't even think to tell Enzo that Jared was coming over. And man, they saw each other and it was like an immediate click. Mm -hmm. Like they had already built relationship. Why? Because Enzo's investing relationally Mm -hmm. into that class. And there was just a a So if you get into the multiple generations of that, Mm -hmm. I told them I would really like to work with Enzo. Gretchen and I are good friends. I have relationship with her family and her boys. And I love Enzo. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so I'm in there not only ministering and sharing with the three pre-Ks, but I'm also ministering and sewing into Enzo on how he can love right, and how he can minister what he has walked through and learned mm-hmm. with the younger ones. Mm-hmm. And um, you're not just growing the three PK, but you're growing them as and well. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's kingdom. I just feel like that's what the kingdom would look like if it's, it was. It's Romans mm-hmm. 15. Mm-hmm. It's what we're to do. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Period. So. so if you are wanting to be discipled in this process, a couple of things like be patient <laughs> for one, because it is a slow process. Like we started our journey together. I started investing in her intentionally in discipling uh, as well as the other group of people in February of 2018. And right now we're in February of 2022, right? And so it's a slow process, but the exponential growth is great. Mm-hmm. And but but um but we have to do it as the Lord leads, not like this flood of people. And and that right. was that was just some things there. But as you're being patient, like pursue Jesus. So John 14, 26, like pursue him with all your heart. Mm-hmm. And then invest in others, right? Because you have as much of Jesus as you want. Mm-hmm. He, I don't have to wait for Gretchen to offer me Jesus. Right. Yeah. Like Jesus offered himself. Mm-hmm. And if I want to grow, yeah, I can grow. Right. And you will. Like if you will just be patient, pursue Jesus and invest in others, mm-hmm. you are going to grow. And then as the process unfolds, equipping will happen. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like as you're growing, I want you to get in and eat, look at 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, where it talks about being a reliable and a faithful person to the, in the gospel and, mm-hmm. and in character mm-hmm. even. Like that's a character of the Lord. And then Mark 4, um, starting in verse 14, talks about the soils. Like make the decision to become good soil. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're good soil, but you actually can always become better soil. Mm-hmm. Can we not in some area of our of our journey um, as a believer? Mm-hmm. Well, you know? and I think um, when we were going over our notes, one of the things that the Lord reminded me of was um, this whole process will humble you. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of what side of it that you are on, 
and um and to stay humble enough that you are always teachable yeah. regardless of how mature you think you are yeah. um he took me to a scripture in Ecclesiastes 4 where it says uh the it is better to be young and poor than to be old and rich mm -hmm. and refuse to be to be taught to be taught yeah and refuse like, to learn yeah. yeah and so that's what um, it is that's re the reliable faithful mm -hmm. in second timothy 2 2 yeah. and also the soils in mark 4 right mm -hmm. that's so. super good and you have that's to be willing to let enzo speak into you yeah like don't don't put god in a box mm -hmm. and it can only be like the select few mm -hmm. um we should we should be humble enough that yeah. the lord can use anyone Absolutely. or anything yeah. to speak to us yeah and Absolutely. And so um, one of the other things to do while you're in the waiting is like get involved in things. So there's opportunities that come your way. Worship nights, breakfasts, um, discovery groups will start sometime in uh, probably to the middle, probably right after spring break. Um, but Jody's working on opportunities of connections. Um, we'll be having uh, our, our Grace Church family picnic in April. There's just so many ways to get connected, but also get connected and serving in a ministry. Like you're going to meet so many people when you join a team and you become part of that team. Mm -hmm. And then come to all those opportunities, any opportunities you can. Like disciplers are looking for those that like the Lord highlights to them, right? Right. Whose soil is progressing to good, mm -hmm. who's reliable and faithful, so learning to like keep your word, mm -hmm. learning to commit and be faithful, saying, you know, I'm going to join the connections team and uh, sign up or uh, open the door. Then you being here every time you're supposed to mm -hmm. and and uh, and being on time and all mm -hmm. of those kind of like those are big things. But disciples look for that. Why? Because the Lord has asked us to invest in reliable people that are faithful. Mm -hmm then we can equip them to teach. Right. Yeah? yeah. And um, if if they're good soil, man, it, it goes a long ways. And so also like the Lord can't highlight you to a discipler if you're not, if you're around. not around. Right? <laughs> That's right. If you, if you show up one time mm -hmm. a month to anything, mm -hmm. including Sunday service. And that doesn't if, mean that you have to be busy all the time. No. But it does no. mean like... Being intentional, being involved about as being the family. involved yeah. in the family mm -hmm. yeah. of God that He's set you in. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and so and so with that, like, <laughs> I I think it's interesting sometimes. Um, people want to come right when church starts uh, on Sunday morning, meaning mm -hmm. service, and and leave as soon as service is over. But they wonder why they're not connected to anybody. Mm -hmm. And so if you're shy. Come get one of us. We will take care of that. <laughs> we'll help you with that. We will introduce you to people <laughs> lovingly without mm -hmm. embarrassing you. Right. But we will make connections that are divine of the Lord mm -hmm. for you to just be in relationship with people. And so just want to encourage you, like, while you're in the waiting, be patient. Pursue Jesus with mm -hmm. all your heart. Invest mm -hmm. in others. Become more faithful, more reliable, and not a workspace. But like, out of your like connection, <laughs> right, out of your connection mm -hmm. with him. Yeah. And I think one of the things we've said, we recapped it, talked about it last week, recapped it this week, about what M28 discipling is not. Mm -hmm. And it is not a club. It is not exclusive. Right. And I know 
like it can feel that way mm-hmm. because you can't you can't sign up to mm-hmm. it and um you have to wait for the process to play out yeah um so i would encourage like while you're in the waiting mm-hmm. like one of the things to do is to not judge the mm-hmm. process yeah like she has spent a lot of time with the lord and seeking his heart for it in his way and um it has not been easy. It has not been an easy road. And her heart is, I believe, her heart and motive is good mm-hmm. and right. And I know if you're on maybe on the other side of it, it it probably could have the possibility of looking different. Mm-hmm. But um, we are not about exclusive mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. And um, but there are three other levels of uh, being in relationship mm-hmm. with one another. Yeah. And that's what she's saying. Like, be sure you're in those three mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And trusting God with the timing of it. So it's not even all on us, mm-hmm. like trusting the Lord. Mm-hmm. If it's your time that he will highlight you to somebody yeah. and he will make the way for that. Super good. If you Thank can you. Yeah. keep yourself in there. Yeah. So the being patient and pursuing yeah. Jesus. That's so key. Yeah. So good. I'm going to pray for us as, uh, just as we close out. So, man, Father, we thank you for who you are. Yeah. And we thank mm-hmm. you for who you created us to be, which is image bearers of you, sons and daughters. And what a privilege. And, Father, I, um, I thank you for the honor and the privilege it is to be able to hear your voice as a believer, but also for this process that you want to unfold. And uh, I just, I, like, I repent for every time that Gretchen got in the way, like her insecurities mm-hmm. or her nerves or, like, her frustration even at the slowness of this process. And, Father, I thank you for every time that you reined me back in and reminded me that this is your work mm-hmm. and you just asked me to be hands and feet and put the puzzle together as you have the picture of what it's supposed to look like in mind and as I move those pieces. Father, I thank you for everybody else that is partnering right now in moving those pieces and everybody right in, that is going to partner in the future in moving those pieces to build this culture of us mm-hmm. maturing into disciples of you. Yes. And we thank you for that privilege in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.